Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created. Let us pray. O God, who just instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant by the same Spirit that we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady, Seat of Wisdom, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. Blessed Juvenal, pray for us. Blessed Anthony, pray for us. Blessed Salvio, pray for us. St. John Henry, pray for us. St. John of God, pray for us. St. Jean de Brebeuf, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Luke, pray for us. St. Mark Shee, pray for us. St. Andrew Kim, pray for us. St. Andre Bisset, pray for us. St. Martin de Porres, pray for us. St. Peter Claver, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. St. Lorenzo Ruiz, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. St. Norbert, pray for us. St. Benedict, pray for us. St. Antoninus, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. St. Marie of the Incarnation, pray for us. St. Kateri, pray for us. St. Paquita, pray for us. St. Alfonso, pray for us. St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. St. Edith Stein, pray for us. St. Marguerite Bourgeois, pray for us. Blessed Catherine of St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Agnes, pray for us. All you angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 19, chapter 223, Love of Poverty. Both as layman and priest, Philip regularly cultivated poverty. While he lived in Florence, he bore with great constancy the serious losses his family sustained through a sudden fire. When he arrived in Rome, he never asked for anything from his family or anyone else, growing accustomed to poverty as he earned his bread. The desire he had for poverty is demonstrated by the fact that as a teenager, he repudiated his uncle's inheritance. And at the end of his life, he constantly prayed God to bring him to, to such a pitch of poverty that if he were in need of a silver coin, he might find no one to give it. This, however, he never achieved. But he did not lose the merit in God's eyes, which such a condition would have brought. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us.
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When St. Marie of the Incarnation, the first nun who ever came to Canada in 1639, August the 1st, built a mighty convent for her sisters, mighty in terms of Quebec City in the 17th century, she faced a terrible cross when one day it burned to the ground because a sister had tried to thaw out the dough the night before by leaving part of the fire burning in the oven, hoping to kind of make the work easier in the morning. Well, this caught fire and the whole thing burned to the ground. All their work, all their fundraising went to nothing, it seemed. And St. Maria of the Incarnation would not let anyone criticize this sister. Why? Because she said she felt bad, she must feel bad enough. She doesn't need anyone to tell her what she did wrong. She knows. She feels bad. But the reason this story is important for tonight is that Maria of the Incarnation built this for the glory of God. And when it burned, she accepted it. She saw that somehow this might be for the best. And the sisters lived in great poverty for a while. They eventually built a new convent. And so when we hear tonight about St. Philip as a boy having his home burned down and losing everything, Galonio uses that also to show that St. Philip had poverty. And what does that mean? He was detached. He was not attached to the things of this world. He was willing to let go of the things of this world. He didn't try to cling on to them as though they would make him happy. And St. Philip knew from a very early age that we cannot take anything with us when we die except charity and the other virtues which have been built up in our soul. We can't take money or cars or houses or bank accounts or RSPs or anything else. Everything we have will be left to someone else. And St. Philip also knew that when our Lord lived, when the Son of God became man, he voluntarily entered into a, a poor family. Joseph and Mary were poor. We know that because they offered two turtle doves at the presentation, which was the offering for poor families, not the lamb. And so the Holy Family had what they needed. But they weren't excessive. They weren't luxurious in trying to go after things that were not really fitting. They gave away a lot of what they had. They gave it away to people who needed it even more than they did. St. Joseph worked very hard. But they understood, like St. Philip understood, in following their example, that our true riches are in the will of God. Our true riches are in depending on God completely. See the humility of St. Philip, depending on God completely? Well, that's reflected in his love of poverty, his love of, of not having more than he needed. Why? So that when he had just what he needed, he could depend on his Father in heaven. 
Because what money tends to do is it tends to make us think that we're self-sufficient. Money gives us the impression that we can buy anything we want. This is why St. James says it's the root of all evil, in the sense that it, it feeds, it nourishes every kind of evil, because it gives us the hope that we can obtain food, sexual pleasure, fame, revenge, rest. We can be better than other people. All these things that we seek because of original sin, money offers us the means to obtain it. Like his humility, so Philip's poverty was the gift of grace. And we shouldn't be discouraged when we read St. Philip's life tonight if we don't have what he had. Saints are not made in four days, he used to say. And Galonia was writing this to show that Philip was heroic. There's another reason we shouldn't be discouraged. None of us are in exactly the same position. And we can have in our desire what it may not be fitting for us to have in fact. See, St. Philip never achieved the exact physical poverty he would have liked to have. But he merited because he desired to have that. And if we have families, if we have businesses, if we have people depending on us, if we have responsibilities, then the Lord's asking us to be a good steward of the money we have. But we can have the spirit of poverty in being willing to let go of it whenever the Lord asks. Are we willing to let go of it whenever the Lord asks? Or are we trying to hoard it? Are we making a God of our money? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.